This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Black holes, the cosmos, space, and time travel, science and technology. Brought to you by theoretical physicist, futurist, popularizer of science, and world-renowned author, Professor Michio Kaku. And GCNlive.com. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. On Science Fantastic, we profile the amazing, jaw-dropping scientific discoveries which are revolutionizing our world and touching our lives. And at Science Fantastic, we take your phone calls and also your emails. Uh, you can always get to me by going to my website, mkaku.org, M-K-A-K-U.org. On Facebook, I'm at Michio Kaku. And we have 3 million, 3 million fans on Facebook. On Twitter, we have 600,000 people uh, carrying our Twitter feeds on Twitter. But go to my website, mkaku.org, and it lists all the various New York Times best-selling books that I've written. My latest book is called The Future of Humanity, talking about terraforming Mars, interstellar travel, will we become immortal one day, and will we conquer the universe? Is our destiny to be in outer space? That's my latest New York Times bestseller. The previous book is called The Future of the Mind. Did you know that we physicists, using MRI machines and other high-tech devices, can actually see thoughts, thoughts ricocheting between different parts of the human brain? Did you know that we can photograph a dream? The photographs are quite crude, I'll have to admit, but the very fact that I can say that is astounding that we can actually photograph a dream. Find out how by getting a copy of my book, The Future of the Mind, which talks about telepathy, talks about telekinesis, both of which we can now do in the laboratory. In fact, the future of the Internet is to become BrainNet. That is, we're going to send not just digital, but we're going to send emotions, feelings, sensations on the internet and we'll simply talk to each other telepathically this sounds something out of science fiction but no this is what we could do in the laboratory and then in my book physics of the impossible i go hundreds of years into the past future i'm sorry where we talk about starships we talk about perhaps time machines, wormhole devices. In the book, Physics of the Impossible, we break down all the devices of Star Trek and science fiction. And then in the future of physics, we talk about the life 100, 50 to 100 years from now. What will a computer look like? Will we cure cancer? These are some of the questions that we encounter in the book, uh, Physics of the Future. Well, today, once again, uh, we're going to start to answer your phone calls. This time, however, some people have complained to me that the emails, the emails that they send to me sometimes are not answered. And so I'll answer them all at once. And so in this hour, I'm going to answer many of the emails that I get. 
Usually, of course, if you call the following number, 612-564-8135, you can actually have your voice heard on national radio. That's right. If you call 612-564-8135, you'll get a recording. Leave your name. Call letters of the radio station you're listening to, if you're listening to one. The city you're calling from. And ask that question. Make that comment that's always been bothering you. Or some people are kind of shy and they don't want to have their voice heard on national radio, so they email me. So today, in this hour, I'm going to answer many of the email questions that I get from the audience out there. So let's begin. Well, one recurring theme that I get is aliens from outer space. Do I believe they're out there? Is it a hoax? Is it real? I mean, what is it with all these reports about flying saucers and UFOs? Well, first of all, let me make clear my own position. I think they're out there. That's right. I think they are out there. Sometimes when I talk to my fellow physicists, their eyes roll up to the heavens, they shake their head, and they say, come on, give me a break. Aliens from outer space? Beam me up, Scotty. Well, yeah, that's what I believe. I believe that we have cataloged so many planets so far, 4,000 of them, just in one tiny segment of the Milky Way galaxy. We now know that the galaxy itself has perhaps billions, billions of Earth-like planets. Planets that look very similar to Earth. And if you're to believe that we're the only game in town, that we're the only planet that harbors intelligent life, I mean, come on, give me a break. And think of all the galaxies that are out there. Our Milky Way galaxy has 100 billion stars. But how many galaxies are there? The Hubble Space Telescope can actually see about 100 billion galaxies. So how many stars are there in the visible universe? Believe it or not, I can actually give you that number. There are 100 billion stars in our own Milky Way galaxy, and there are 100 billion galaxies that we can see with our telescopes. Therefore, there are 100 billion times 100 billion stars in the visible universe. That's way more than the number of grains of sand on the beach. So, yeah, I think they're out there. Then the next question I get from the audience is, have they visited us? Well, that's where it gets a little fuzzy. There is a program called Ancient Aliens. I've actually been on that show a few times. But let me say that there's no conclusive evidence. If somebody gets a piece of hieroglyphics, a drawing of somebody with a headdress, somebody sitting in a chariot, well, maybe that headdress is really a space helmet. And maybe that chariot is really an advanced rocket ship. Maybe. Maybe not. You see, science is based on things that are testable, falsifiable, reproducible, things that we can measure in the laboratory. But if you get a drawing from an ancient civilization that looks like an astronaut or looks like some high priest in a, in a helmet, then what is it? Well, it's not conclusive. That means you can't rule it out. Well, who knows? Maybe we were visited in the past. But it's not the smoking gun. 
So some people say they've been abducted by flying saucers, and so they know that they're out there because they've talked to them. They've been in those flying saucers. My response to them is, the next time you've been abducted by a flying saucer, for God's sake, steal something. I don't care what. An alien hammer, an alien chip, an alien pencil, anything, anything, so that you have bragging rights afterwards. So it's more than just, well, I was abducted by an alien, but I have no proof. No, you want something tangible, something that we scientists can touch. And if you claim that aliens have done forbidden experiments on your sex organs, as many people have claimed, then let's produce some alien DNA. That would end the story right then and there. Think about that. We could go on for the next hundred years arguing about this UFO, that UFO, but the piece of evidence that would end all the debate is simply a piece of alien technology or alien DNA. That would end it right then and there. And then the question is, well, what do I say to people who claim they have been abducted? First of all, I've met these people. They're honest. They're, they really do believe they've been abducted by aliens from outer space. But I'm a scientist. I realize that there are multiple explanations for phenomena. And as Carl Sagan once said, extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof. Where is the proof? Now... After the break, we'll talk about UFOs and whether or not alien abductions can be explained. Once again, this is Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Give us a call. The hotline number is 612-564-8135. And maybe you can get on Science Fantastic. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. 
airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. In this hour, well, instead of taking your listener phone calls, I'm going to answer the tons of emails that I get. I'm on the internet and I get a lot of questions, and some of the questioners are a little bit resentful, saying that I put the people on the air who ask questions verbally, but what about those people who are shy? What about those people who simply dash an email off to me and are simply too shy to get on national radio? Well, in this hour, I'm going to answer your questions. One by one, a lot of them I've grouped into certain categories, and so I'll answer the email questions that I get. Like I said before, we get a lot of questions about outer space, about aliens, about UFOs, so let's take them one at a time. First of all, be very, be very clear about this. Many of my friends, uh, all of them PhD physicists, laugh and snicker whenever someone talks about flying saucers and UFOs. I don't. I keep an open mind, realizing that there are billions, billions of Earth-like planets in our own backyard, our own Milky Way galaxy. And one day we're going to find the Holy Grail of planetary astronomy. We're going to find a twin, a twin of the Earth floating in outer space, orbiting around another star that looks just like our sun. We're going to find that doppelganger. And when that happens, then all bets are off about the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. But let's get back down to Earth. One question I get is about alien abductions. How can I explain that, given the fact that these people are policemen, school teachers, Sunday school teachers, for God's sake? They're just like, well, just like you and me. How do you explain the fact that many of them are convinced that aliens not only abducted them, but they perform forbidden experiments on them? How do I explain that? 
Well, there are two major explanations. One is, maybe it happened. Maybe they're absolutely right. I mean, can thousands of people be wrong? Well, that is one plausible explanation that I cannot dismiss. But there's another one as well. And that is something called sleep paralysis. Now, let me explain. Roughly 5% of the human race, when they wake up in the morning, they're paralyzed. You see, when we dream, we are paralyzed. That's right. You are paralyzed when you dream. Otherwise, you could act out your dream and have horrible consequences. So, when you dream, you are paralyzed. But for 5% of the human race, when they wake up in the morning, they're still paralyzed. They should be up and at them. But no, they're still paralyzed. They have fear. Fear that something is pushing down on them. Many of them say that there's an animal. An animal sitting on their chest. In fact, during the Victorian period, there are many paintings that you can Google, many paintings showing Victorian women waking up with a gremlin, a gremlin staring down on them, sitting on their chest. A rather frightening picture, but it's quite common in Victorian paintings. The idea that when you wake up in the morning, there's a gremlin sitting on your chest. In fact, when I teach astronomy at the university, many times I ask the audience, several hundred young people, how many of you have sleep paralysis? And I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. About 5% of the class raises their hand. That yes, when they wake up in the morning, they're convinced that there's an animal sitting on their chest. Now, under hypnosis... It's possible to evoke that memory, that fear of waking up in the morning. And some people claim, though of course it's very hard to prove one way or the other, some people claim that that's the origin of the alien abduction syndrome, that under hypnosis you can re-evoke that fear that you feel, the feeling that someone is staring down on you, some kind of alien is staring down on you, and maybe even performing experiments on your private organs. It turns out that people who suffer from sleep paralysis also were slightly sexually excited when the process takes place. And so some of the critics say, aha, doesn't that fit all the basic ingredients of a description of alien abduction? Well, I don't know. All I'm saying is that there are two possible explanations. One is, maybe it happened. It cannot be ruled out, but it's hearsay. We don't have concrete evidence. Second of all, maybe it's sleep paralysis. But then again, no one's ever done a scientific uh, analysis of these individuals. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't suffer from sleep paralysis. All I'm saying is that there are two logical ways in which one may look at this phenomenon. And then the next question I get in the emails is, well, if I believe that there are aliens out there, what do they look like? What kinds of civilizations can they live in? Well, let's talk about what they might look like. First of all, how did we become intelligent, separating us from the other animals here on the planet Earth? Scientists have identified at least three characteristics. One is stereo vision. Now, why is that important? First of all, why stereo? Why do we have two eyes to the front of our face rather than two eyes to the side of our face? Well, think of all the animals that you learned to love ever since you were in grade school. 
There are two types of animals, especially mammals. Animals which have eyes to the front of their face and animals which have eyes to the side of their face. Now, what's the difference? Well, what animals have eyes to the front of their face? Foxes, cats, dogs, sharks, tigers, lions. Who has eyes to the side of their face? Well, rabbits and deers. And what's the difference between a rabbit and a fox? Well, when we talk about foxes, we say sly is a fox. When we talk about rabbits, we say dumb bunny. What's the difference? Well, foxes have eyes to the front of their face because they're hunters. They're predators. They have to have stereo vision to lock on to the target. And they're smarter than prey because they have to stalk. They have to use camouflage. They have to be sneaky. They have to know the habits of the prey. And they have to know when to pounce. So they have to be rather intelligent. Now, if you're a rabbit or a deer, all you have to do is know how to run. You have eyes to the side of your face because you scan 360 degrees all around looking for the tiger, looking for the lion. Now, what are we? Do we have eyes to the side of our face or eyes to the front of our face? Well, we have eyes to the front of our face because we are descended from predators. We have stereo vision. So that's one characteristic. The second, second characteristic that we have is a thumb. We have the opposable thumb, which allows us to grasp things. But why do we have the opposable thumb? Because we used to swing in trees. In fact, our grasp is about the size of a tree branch in Africa about 100,000 years ago. So that's why we have opposable thumbs. And animals can have claws, tentacles, some grasping instrument. That's the second characteristic for intelligence. The third is language. Because the accumulated wisdom of one generation dies with that generation if you're an ordinary animal. However, we have language. We can learn. And we hand that information down to the next generation. So what I'm saying is something very simple. And that is, when we meet aliens from out of space, and if they're intelligent, they will probably have some variation of stereo eyes, the eyes of a predator, opposable thumbs or tentacles or claws that allow them to manipulate the environment, and a language by which they can accumulate wisdom and hand it down from generation to generation. And now let me ask you a question. Of all the animals that you learned about ever since you were in grade school, how many of them have all three characteristics? Think about it for a second. Of all the animals that you've ever thought about, how many of them have some kind of stereo vision, eyes to the front or maybe more than two eyes to the front, some kind of opposable thumb or grasping instrument, and some kind of language? Well, I think you'll realize very quickly that we are the only game in town. And not surprisingly, we're the only ones that have mastered the laws of intelligence that, that can create new worlds via our tools and our instruments. Well, let's take another short commercial break. And after the break, we're going to continue a discussion of your emails that you've been sending me. Once again, this is Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Go to my website 
mkaku.org, m-k-a-k-u.org. Find out what all the excitement is about on Science Fantastic. For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. A verdict has been handed down in the civil fraud trial involving former President Trump in New York State. The ruling says Trump must pay in excess of $350 million, and it imposes a three-year ban on his business activities within New York State. President Biden blames the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny on Vladimir Putin. Make no mistake, make no mistake, Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. Biden commended Navalny's courage in confronting corruption and violence within Putin's government. Two juveniles have been charged in relation to the shooting during the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade, which resulted in one death and 22 injuries earlier this week. Authorities say the juveniles are currently detained at a juvenile detention facility. They are facing a number of charges related to firearms and resisting arrest. John Schaefer, USA News. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. 
Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. In this hour, we're going to do something different. Instead of bringing on a distinguished scientist, instead of taking your listener phone calls, I'm going to answer a lot of the emails that I get. In fact, quite a few people who send me emails are a little bit resentful. They say, well, maybe they're too shy to ask a question on national radio. Maybe what they would like to do is simply send me an email with that question, and they would like to have it addressed. And so we'll do that today on Science Fantastic. And also go to my website to find out what I do. I'm a physicist, a theoretical physicist. I work in Einstein's unified field theory. I'm one of the co-founders of string field theory. Go to my website, mkaku.org, and find out what I do. mkaku.org is the number to dial. That's my website. Or my Twitter feed has over 600,000 people. And on Facebook, I have over 3 million fans on Facebook. So go to my website, mkaku.org, m-k-a-k-u.org, and find out about the, the numerous New York Times bestsellers that I've written. My latest book hit the New York Times bestseller list. It's called The Future of Humanity, talking about the space program, the next centuries worth of progress as we go to Mars, terraform Mars, go beyond Mars, and perhaps even beyond the solar system itself. All of that contained in my book, The Future of Humanity. Well, let's keep on going because you have sent me emails about science. One consistent email that I get is, well, what are the aliens going to be like? I mean, it's only a matter of time, a lot of people say, that we make contact with them. Are they going to be evil? Are they going to be friendly? I mean, what will happen when we bump into some of these alien civilizations? Well, let me give you an example of how the establishment looks at this. I was on television once where I casually mentioned the possibility of alien life that, well, he saw me on TV, and he basically said, how dare you? How dare you appease public conspiracy theories and misinformation by talking about aliens from outer space? And I asked him a simple question. Is there a single law of physics? Is there a single law of physics preventing 
an alien civilization from going across to the stars? I asked him a simple question. Is there a law of physics preventing that? And he thought for a while, and he finally answered, no, not that he can imagine. In other words, it is physically possible that civilizations far beyond us have mastered interstellar travel. There's no law of physics preventing it, except our limited imagination. And so then the question is, well, how far advanced are they? You see, many of the scientists who have that point of view, that they say to themselves, bah, humbug, the distance between stars is so great that it's impossible, impossible for alien civilizations to move between stars. They make the mistake believing that alien civilizations are maybe a hundred years more advanced than us. To that degree, I would agree with them. A hundred years from now, we're not going to be zipping along the galactic space lanes like in Star Trek or in Star Wars. No, that isn't the way things work. But if you go beyond a hundred years, if you go to a thousand years, ten thousand years, a million years, then you begin to realize, oh my God, a whole new world opens up. Well, let's take another short commercial break. Once again, you are listening to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Okaku. You can always give us a call by calling our hotline number, and you can get on Science Fantastic. So once again, let's take a short commercial break, and we're going to continue to answer your emails. This is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers. Simply because that's what Longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have Longevity. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. 
Radio? Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. <clears throat> okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Tio Kaku. In this hour, we are taking not just your listener and phone calls, but we're taking your emails. Once again, I get a lot of emails and questions from the audience, many of whom say they're simply too shy, too simply shy, too shy to get on national radio to ask that question. So they send me an email. So I'm going to answer a lot of emails in today's Science Fantastic. And once again, if you do have a question and you're not so shy, you can give us a call at 612-564-8135 and ask that question and get on national radio. That number is 612-564-8135. Leave your name. Call letters of the radio station you're listening to and the city you're calling from and then ask that question that's always been bothering you about science. Well, let's continue to answer some of the emails that I get. Uh, A consistent email that I get is about UFOs. Many of you have seen UFOs. You describe them and you say, well, explain this. And I say to myself, well, I get a lot of these UFO sightings, but they they divide up in certain categories. First of all, about 90 to 95% of these sightings can be dismissed as natural phenomenon. For example, weather anomalies is a great source of UFO sightings. Meteors, every time a meteor breaks up in the sky, you get a flurry of phone calls. Not to mention the planet Venus, for God's sake. It turns out that Venus is the second brightest object in the sky. And if you're in a car and you see Venus over your shoulder, it seems to follow you. That's right, just like the moon seems to follow you when you move because of parallax. Same thing with the planet Venus. And President Jimmy Carter apparently said he saw a UFO. The United States Air Force was called in to look into it. And they concluded that it was probably the planet Venus because it seems to follow you when you look back and you see Venus hovering over your shoulder. So I'd say about 95% of these sightings can be dismissed as radar echoes, swamp, swamp gas, um, meteorites, weather anomalies, weather balloons. But the last 5% sends shivers up your spine. The last 5% 
involve multiple sightings by multiple modes. In other words, not just one person saying, hey, look, Martha, I see a flying saucer up there. No, no, no. That can be dismissed as hearsay, as being a hoax, as being someone who got drunk. No, we're talking about multiple sightings by multiple modes. Not just radar, but visual sighting. Not just some farmer looking up in the sky, but seasoned pilots, as well as people on the ground. There's several of these incidences, the most famous one being the JAL incident, where a Japan Airlines uh, plane saw, the pilots saw a UFO hovering next to them as they drove off in their airplane, but it was also tracked by radar, as well as being tracked visually. So how do we explain that? Well, I think two ways to explain that is, one, maybe they really are alien craft, who knows? That's a possibility. The other possibility is that they are hypersonic drones. We know that the United States Air Force regularly tests advanced weapons, drones, for example, not just supersonic drones, but hypersonic. That is many times the speed of sound. They would have the ability to outrace even a jet plane. And so a pilot in a jet plane would think, oh my God, this is an alien craft, when it's actually just a drone. And why a drone? Because many times these flying saucers seem to execute maneuvers that would crush, crush the body of an ordinary pilot by centrifugal force. Well, if it's a drone, then you don't have to worry about the centrifugal force of these motions. And so that is a definite possibility to explain UFO sightings. And then the other question I get from you listeners is, let's say we do make contact with an alien civilization. How advanced are they going to be? Are they a danger to us? Well, I think we look at this from a scientific point of view. We physicists rank things by energy, and we also rank civilizations by energy into type 1, type 2, and type 3. A type 1 civilization is planetary, but I'll say more about these hypersonic craft and these advanced civilizations after we take this listener-sponsored break. Once again, a commercial break, and then we're going to get right back to talking about advanced technologies and advanced civilizations. You are listening to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. The number to call is 612-564-8135. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. 
GCNfood.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100, shopsupertea.com. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this... Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. In this hour, instead of taking your listening phone calls, I am taking your emails. That's right. Quite a few people out there are a little bit resentful of the fact that people who call in asking a question, they're the ones who get on radio, they're the ones who get their questions answered. But what about people who are too shy? or they simply don't want to have their voice heard on national radio. They send me emails. They send me all sorts of stuff, like, for example, evidence of alien visitation, evidence of UFO sightings. And so we are going to try to answer some of these questions. One question that I get is, what kinds of technologies will these ancient, these advanced civilizations have? Well, we physicists rank things by energy. Therefore, it's logical that we would rank alien civilizations by energy into type 1, type 2, type 3. A type 1 civilization has planetary energy. They can harness the energy of the weather. They can modify volcanoes and earthquakes. Anything planetary, they would control, somewhat similar to Buck Rogers or Flash Gordon. A type 2 civilization is stellar. They can manipulate the energy of a star. That's right, a star like Star Trek. Star Trek would be a typical type suit civilization. They've colonized a few nearby stars. They play with stars, but not much more than that. 
Then there's type 3. That is galactic. They roam the galactic space lanes. They play with black holes, like Star Wars. Star Wars would be an example of a type 3 civilization where they can literally move planets, blow up planets. They have the ability and the energy to roam the galactic space lanes. And then the question is, what are we? What are we on this cosmic scale? Are we type 1 with the ability to modify the weather? Are we type 2, allow us to modify the sun, play with stars? Are we type 3 that can play with black holes and roam the galactic space lanes? Well, sorry about that. We are type 0. We get energy from dead plants, oil and coal. But you can actually calculate when we might attain type 1 status. Get out, get a calculator, do the calculation, and you come up with the fact that in about 100 years, we will become type 1. And so, in other words, we are in the process of making the most important transition in all of human civilization. The transition from type 0, when we emerge from the swamp, to type 1 when we start to become a planetary civilization. In fact, I see evidence of this every time I read the newspaper. We're looking at the birth pangs of the birth of a type 1 civilization. For example, what will they speak? In a type 1 civilization, a civilization of the year 2100, look at the internet. In the Internet, English and Mandarin Chinese are already the two leading languages on the Internet. And take a look at um, sports. We see the emergence of soccer and the Olympics, planetary sports evolving right before our eyes. Take a look at the Internet. What is the Internet? The beginning of a Type 1 telephone system. So we're privileged to be alive to witness the birth of a Type 1 telephone system. So everywhere I look, I see the birth pangs of a Type 1 civilization being born. But it's not obvious that we're going to make it. We have problems like global warming, about designer germs, germ warfare, and nuclear proliferation. So it's not clear we're going to make it. And maybe in outer space, maybe many civilizations never made the transition to type 1. But if they can reach us from outer space, chances are they're type 2 or more than likely type 3. Now, I once gave a talk in London on a book tour, and a little boy comes up to me, about 10 years old. A boy comes up to me and says, Professor, you are wrong. You are wrong, Professor. And at that point, I had the strange urge to say to him, Shut up, kid. You're just a boy. I mean, how can you have anything to say about this? And he said, Professor, you are wrong. There's type 4. And then I said to the boy, Look, kid, there's type 1, planetary, type 2, stellar, and type 3, galactic sources of energy, because that's all there are. Planets? stars, and galaxies. That's all there is, folks. But he insisted I was wrong. And then I thought about it for a while. And then I began to realize, my God, maybe he's right. Maybe there is type 4. What is beyond galactic? 
Think about that. Type 4 would be beyond galactic. They would be beyond planets, beyond stars, even beyond the Milky Way galaxy. And then I thought to myself, look at Star Trek. On Star Trek, they have a Type 4 civilization. So let me ask you a question out there. What is the name of the only Type 4 civilization on network television? For you fans out there of Star Trek, well, you know the answer. The answer is the Q. Now, if you did not understand which just, tra- which just transpired, then get with the program. Watch Star Trek, and you can see evidence of a Type 4 civilization. They are godlike. They get their energy beyond the galaxy. And what is that? Dark energy. There is such a thing as dark energy. It turns out that about 73% of the energy of the entire universe goes into the Big Bang, and the expansion of the universe, and that is dark energy. Well, find out more about all these fantastic advances by getting a copy of my book, Parallel Worlds, and my latest book, The Future of Humanity. Well, that's it for Science Fantastic. Once again, you've been listening to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Stay tuned, because every week, every week, we discuss the cutting edge of science on Science Fantastic. And you can always give us a call at 612-564-8135. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain, until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327.